When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Obviously, I'm friends with all, everybody around here. So one of the security people, you give him a badge, right? And a big, oh, yeah. big shot. How about that? Guy was bragging to me one night. He was like, I denied John Cornish getting into Ryderville. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Who cares if he wants to cut the line? Let him in. What the hell? I'm still mad about that eight years later. Like, what are, what are you doing? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Ring the bell, you pansy. It's a football Friday. I'm going to tell you that you are in luck. (laughs) I'm going to tell you why. In moments, I'm just going to tell you that we're coming at you on Game Plus Television. We're coming at you on the radio, WQEE. And I'll get to as many of your comments as we can. I'm going to tell you why you're lucky. You're going to get the real me for at least the next 20 minutes. And you, th- you think you get it every day, <clears throat> even more so. And I'm thinking about my last job, my last radio job. Those were the shows that people loved the most, where we, you know, sat down and had a... Well, it was radio, but you know what I mean. And the reason being, the Moose isn't with us today. He's finishing up the last of his... Uh, some seminar that he's in. And we had lined up Justin Dunk to be with us for the first hour as co-host. We've had Rod Black do it this week, and we've had people fill Moose's spot in the opening hour. But uh, it was supposed to be Dunk today. He woke up with a bad ear infection. Oh, And uh, he informed Clark, right. And I'm like, I don't know. Your ear's a long way from your heart, right, Clark? But whatever. How about that? Millennials. Millennials. (laughs) It's days. As I sit here and thank us old school guys that just lose a limb and you're on the air or on the field. Maybe we were wrong. You know, I don't know. But here we are. Um, From Kevin, the medium, he says, TGIF. So, Tori Gurley, a guy that I love and have told him that, Packers and Browns, great is going to be with us an hour or two to talk some NFL. Trevor Harris of the Montreal Alouettes is going to be with us hour two, right, Clark? Am I right? We didn't even get over that. What is he? Hour one. Which is a whole other thing. Trevor Harris didn't want to uh, talk about free agency, and I'm like, this is the Montreal Alouettes quarterback, and I'm like, you're in charge. But come on. Come on the air, Trevor. We'll get her done. The Edinburgh product. 
And Jeff Reinbold, NFL analyst for Sky Sports Europe. So that's the guest thing. It's moving target. I've had a very busy morning. So <laughs> we're all running around scrambling. Okay, you got us with our pants down, figuratively. Uh, I, I, well, I can't speak for Clark and Jordan and those guys. Maybe, maybe it's literally for them. I'm not sure. But do you want to hit the quick six show to Horton Jordan? Uh, Clark says... Their uh, pants are still up, so for now. Bingo. Right, Clark. Uh, Jack in Vulcan, Alberta. Would, thank you. This is where I was going with this. Jack says, uh, congratulations, Rod. Eight years. So damn proud of you. Overcomer. No matter what. Love you, brother. <clears throat> and that's the thing. I love you too, Jack. And that's the thing. Today marks eight years in recovery sobriety for me and a lot of the people that I work with every day they didn't know the old me a lot of our viewers do Darren doesn't it, oddly enough Moose met me six months into recovery so he didn't know me at all prior and uh, I went to a meeting here last night a jam-packed church which is kind of funny because I've got <laughs> again the real me coming at you. And you thought you were tuning in for sports. We'll get there. But uh, I don't want to say too much. Other than there was a group of about seven or eight of us. All buddies from one particular club. And uh, we strolled into this church. Sounds like a joke, doesn't it, Clark? And this one guy, he, was, he looked like something from a movie. And he goes... We're the Boca Pines contingent. Felt like something out of Ray Donovan. And I, these are friends, you know. Uh, and I got up this morning and I was in another meeting and it was everybody's saying, hey, congratulations, eight years. But I don't figuratively pop champagne over it. I think about where I was eight years ago. And it's not a downer, believe me, but it was a, the lowest point of a guy's or gal's life. It's your rock bottom generally is what gets you into recovery. So I... Every year when this comes around, I don't sit here and go, and dislocate my shoulder, patting myself on the back. I think about, uh, I was a very hurting, very confused, very troubled human being for 42 years. Very hurting. And uh, so every day for the last eight years, it's been rebuilding to get to where I am now, which is happy. And as I said this morning to my peeps, I said, I just get up every single day and I want to be happy. That's all I want. And to help other people. That's all I want to do. And the sports show is fun. But that ain't why I'm still kicking. Because I shouldn't be. So anyways. And I had some really awesome messages from people in sports today. And one guy was from the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And I'm not going to say his name. But he said, congratulations, He's, Rod. He said, you are an inspiration to anybody who's been through the toughest of times that you can overcome them and have the best life imaginable. And I just, that makes a guy feel really good. And I won't go, it's, there's literally been hundreds, and by the end of the day, maybe thousands. Of, Darren Dreger, Dan O'Toole, Steve Levy of ESPN, lead voice, the, the voice of Monday Night Football, you know, has come in on this. So recovery works. It's the best life. And if you're thinking about whether you should make a life change, all I can tell you is it worked for me. So thank you for the, yeah, here's Carlos in Indianapolis. He says, when the real you is forced to come out, that's often when you find out who your real friends are. 
Ain't that the truth? And uh, I got great friends. Uh, okay, can you hit the horn, please, Director Jordan? And Clark knew that I could handle this. He, he knew, and I knew. But the old you, well, the old me, would have had a pound six beer to go on the air just to get over the anxiety. Don't need to do that anymore. Um, we got ten minutes left in this segment. Then my guy Tori's joining. And by the way. I guess I'll weave recovery through uh, sports here. Every time I've had the lowest, what I thought was the lowest moment of my life or a low moment, there was a God shot, boom, that made me keep going and not give up. And Tori is one of those. And I've told it on the air before. I'm not going to tell it today, now, nor when he comes on. But that's why I feel Tori is like an angel to me in my life because I was having a low time. And uh, out of the blue, this guy calls me and first call and we've been great friends ever since so it is football friday and by the way you're in luck i'm gonna open with hockey but then i want to if you do the rider fans that you know it's been four plus years since i was the voice of the rough riders but if you want to write in today text 902-518-3033 twitter youtube however you want to do it you want to talk about what bo levi mitchell said about the Rough Riders and why, you know, initially he thought about signing with the Rough Riders, but the team hasn't made the moves that he wanted to see, so he signed in Hamilton. I mean, I, I have not made a big deal out of that. I, what more is left to be said? We can all see it. And anybody who doesn't want to admit what Bo was talking about, it's because they don't want to admit it. So we wish him well in Hamilton. But what I'm saying is, for a lot of today's show, I'm all yours. Lucky you. NHL last night, a tough night for Canadian teams. Detroit beat Montreal 4-3 on Robbie Fabry's overtime winner. Winnipeg scored twice late in the third, but wasn't enough. Uh, they lost 3-2 to Buffalo, and I watched the Sabres game. My second best friend from college is the color or the uh, analyst on Sabres games, Brian Duff. For anybody that watches Sabres games religiously, Brian and I were like hip to hip. And all he ever wanted to do was be an analyst, a host on an NHL TV broadcast. And that son of a gun has been doing it for 20-plus years. Bravo, Brian. And it looks like you might finally have a team there. Nicholas Backstrom had the shootout winner uh, in Washington's 3-2 win over Pittsburgh. Ovi scored his 32nd goal of the season. Tampa edge Boston 3-2. Bruins are in here tomorrow night, Sunrise, Florida. Nashville topped New Jersey 6-4. Minnesota over Philadelphia 3-2 in overtime. Anaheim topped Colorado 5-3. Arizona blank St. Louis 5-0. I'm not sure why. Oh, yeah, and I mentioned the Chicago game. I woke up this morning, opened my phone. First thing I see, hashtag fire Daryl Sutter. It's football Friday. Gosh knows we've talked enough hockey all week. I'm not going to delve into that. But if you want to make your comments known, Flames fans, do it here. I don't really want to get into it other than, you know, fire Daryl Sutter was trending after the game last Oh, no. And I don't know where it's going. I mean, at this point, what's Daryl going to say? What is Daryl going to say? I guess they asked him, what are you going to say to your team, Daryl? He said, be better tomorrow. Uh, what do you say? You're in a lot of trouble. Um, interesting. So, I hey, they answer the call. 
John Massey, Ryder fan, Oiler fan, lives at Edmonton. He says, why does Bo Levi feel we needed to roll out the red carpet for him to come here? In his eyes, we just aren't good enough for his inflated ego. That's from John. And while Bo and I aren't friends and never will be friends, I don't, well, never's a long time. Maybe, as Gary Echeverry says, he's a two-time league MVP. And I'm saying this, I'm again getting real. This ain't the act, you know. I talk about Jack from Vulcan, Alberta. He said how much he used to hate me when I would go on the radio as the voice of the Rough Riders, go on the radio in Calgary and just talk like Bobby the Brainy Heenan or what, and just, you just fire it all up. You know, sell out both stadiums, of course. You're welcome. But I called Bo Levi a puke on the air. <laughs> That's probably a good reason why Bo doesn't like me. But anyways, two-time Great Cup champion, two-time league MVP. He should have the red carpet pulled out, uh, pulled out for him or rolled out for him. I had understood that the last time he was a free agent in 2018, whether this is true or not, I don't know. But that Chris Jones had a private plane lined up. For Bo or Mike Riley, one of the two or both, because they were both free agents at the right time. The riders were going to throw the kitchen sink at either one of them. And neither one of them wanted to come. Obviously, they stayed where they were. But come on, why does Bo think? Because he's Bo and he deserves it. Why is he getting $500,000 in Hamilton? Because he deserves it. Come on, man. He's a marquee CFL He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. And he's motivated. Because what did Rod Black say? He came on this show and said uh, he's not the quarterback he used to be. Called him a game manager. Bo is a lot like me in terms of, listen, heap on the abuse. Okay, he, and I'll go back to that recovery thing. I had people early on when I was trying to get sober, because that ain't easy, by the way, when you have the disease of addiction. It is a disease. Um, it's hard. But when people told me, you know, there's a lot of people don't think you can do it, I was like, oh, F you. It's probably the best thing they could have said, because they kept me going to those meetings, going to those counseling appointments, and getting it done. So, yeah, heap it on, Bo. That's what gets him out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Ted in Arizona. So an aging quarterback with a surgically repaired quarterback uh, off... What is it? So an aging quarterback with a surgically repaired shoulder doesn't want to go to a team with the worst O-line in the league? Shocking. Interesting, uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says Bo has always been a game manager. M whatever he is, he wins. You know, he pointed it out in his news conference or wherever the interview was. He said, uh, hey, I'm the winningest quarterback in CFL history. And I want to keep it that way. I think it was on CJME yesterday. Uh, he's got to put that in there, right, Bo? But it's true. Best winning percentage of all time. He didn't want to go to... Sass could have that jeopardized. It's been shown here, and it's been shown before, and eventually people will forget it, but, and I lived it for a long time. In Saskatchewan, people think, why wouldn't you want to play for us? And they can't understand why anybody might 
not want to or sign elsewhere. And that's not a Saskatchewan thing necessarily. Look at Calgary. They're so upset about Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk. Why wouldn't they want to sign with us? It's we're Calgary. So it's it's a fan thing, it's a societal thing, but Sask is not at this time a preferred destination. And we're seeing it over and over and over again. Coaches didn't want to go there. Players don't. There's been resignations with the team that haven't been announced. And uh, I'm over it talking about it. Turning 50 and the calendar flipping to 2023 was like a, the best reset for me. And they're never going to see it, so I sit and talk about it. John Massey comes back and says Bo should want to build his legacy and win with a team that didn't already have a top team on paper. I get what you're saying. Who doesn't want a challenge? But Bo's not young. What's he, 32, 33? When you, again, John, you're younger than us old coots, but you get to a certain age, uh, you're over it. Why would he want to start and take the challenge of rebuilding Sask when Hamilton's sitting there all, it looks like they are missing, is a quarterback like him? No, I, I get it, man. But there's, like, obviously, you don't agree, so we'll have to agree to disagree. That's a possibility in life. I believe Tory will be with us. If he's not, we can handle it, right? We'll be right back. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and 99.1 FM WQEE Radio. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, just ahead of Tori Gurley, who I really appreciate jumping in with us uh, last uh, moment. Kirk Berseth writing in. Kirk is in Saskatoon. He says, as a Ryder fan, I have zero issues with Bo Levi picking the Tiger Cats over the Riders. There's no management stability or a set roster for him to be happy within Sask. It's hard to get excited for the new season. For Norm Fong, the Hall of Fame equipment manager of the Rough Riders and the Pats, he said, congrats on your anniversary, Rod, and keep up the great work on the RP show. Signed, Fongo. From David in Winnipeg, congrats, RP, on eight years. My dad was a raging alcoholic. Stay, stay strong. Thank you, David. Eight years in recovery today. Okay, can we bring in Tori now? I was going to read this news story, but I'll just kind of wrap with him. Hey, uh, Tori, welcome to the program, by the way. I, I hate opening with the Dallas Cowboys, but they're in the news. Six coaches fired yesterday by Mike McCarthy. It's just the way it is. You know, uh, down here, Josh Boyer, the Dolphins D.C., fired because they didn't go further. It's just the way it is in football, I guess, right? Yeah, heads got to roll. Um, before someone is going to fire themselves, they're going to throw other people under the bus. And unfortunately, those uh, those men that were there doing their job, uh, when you fall short, uh, guys are got to get fired, and and they're gonna find it. They'll they'll land on their feet. You know that's the way the NFL works. Uh, as we saw with Frank Wright, you know he got fired from the Colts, and now he is the head coach of the Carolina Panthers. So, you know, it's, it's a revolving door in the football world. Well, I'm trying to get my head around this. I was a little surprised that Frank Reich was hired only in that. And again, Cowboys fan here, as you know, Kellen Moore interviewed for the job. And I think Kellen one day is going to be a head coach in the NFL. And if I was Carolina, I'd jump on it now. But how do you feel about that idea and Frank Reich as the Panthers' new head coach? Um, I think Kellen is a few years away from being a head coach. Uh, and, and what I mean by that is uh, there are things that are out of his control when it comes to personnel. But uh, when Tony Pollard was injured in a game against San Francisco, uh, Dallas offense was stagnant. And that's something that, you know, if he's going to be the offensive coordinator, he has to take credit for. You know, when Dak is playing well, you know, he gets the praise, but he also needs to take the the brunt of the blow when those guys go out and, and they can't put any points on the board. I mean, they look very stagnant on offense. And, um, you know, if you're going to be a head coach and be on the offensive side of the ball, when you talk about Sean McVay, when you talk about uh, the coach for the Eagles, when you talk about Kyle Shanahan, uh, these guys are offensive geniuses where they can take um, any type of player and make the most out of it. So, you know, with the NFL moving to an offensive game, you know, they're looking for guys that can put points on the board and be creative. Interesting you say that. Yeah, Nick Sirianni in Philly and Sean McVay, is he, what, 35 now? Zach Taylor, I don't think, is 40, the Bengals coach. So are, is the NFL still in the, the next young, hot guy thing, or are they starting to move? I get the offensive trend, but is the young up-and-coming coach still the thing, or are they revisiting that idea? I think it's they're leaning towards the offensive coaches. Um, if if you're young and you're from that McVay or Shanahan tree, yes. 
but anyone else. They're just looking for guys on the offensive side because, as you can see, like the four teams that are left in the playoffs are teams that can score. Now, obviously, San Francisco has a you know top three defense in the NFL, but Kyle Shanahan, and he's a mastermind. So when you know you you look at all these guys, the Bengals, uh, the Eagles, uh, Cincinnati, Kansas City, Andy Reid. People can score. <laughs> um, so now the defense is more of just getting a couple stops when you need it instead of just trying to go out and win a game the old school way, like 10 to 7 or 7 to 6. You know, they're trying to get up in the 20s, you know, 28, 24, 24, 21, something like that um, that can give a team an opportunity to make plays. Come here, TJ. Come here. If you, come on. If you want to be on TV, come on. Absolutely. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> Tory Jr. Let's see it. It's about time. Look at yeah, the hair on that kid. Wow. <laughs> Hello, yeah. TJ. Tell, doing, tell TJ? Hey. <laughs> Say hey, everyone. He doesn't know. He doesn't know what's going on. Who's he picking to win the Super Bowl? TJ, who are you picking to win the Super Bowl? He said the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> okay. Do you go along with that? Yeah, I will go with it. Um, we like what Joe Burrow, what he can do. And, you know, he's a hell of a player. And, you know, their defense shut guys out in the second half. So I, I think, you know, I know you're probably going to ask me about who's going to win. So just a um, spoiler yeah. alert, I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I feel like those guys are talented and they beat them three times in a row. So um, I look forward to being a fourth time with Joe Burrow and, and the Cincinnati defense. Yeah, I don't know where to go from there. I mean, looking at this weekend, I just got to get your take on Brock Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick in last year's NFL draft. Man, this really doesn't make sense. I get the coaching. I get the talent around him. But come on, Tori, he could be the first rookie to lead his team to a Super Bowl ever. How's he doing it? Well, from watching the film, uh, they keep it simple for him. You know, they don't ask him to do a lot. And sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. You know, there are times where uh, he looks like a pro, and then there are times he looks like a seventh-round last pick of the draft. So um, I feel like this weekend uh, the training wheels have to come off if they want an opportunity to win the football game. Um, they've been able to um, keep the game close and, and just kind of babysit them. But I feel like with Philadelphia's offense and those guys being able to score, uh, you got to keep up, and if you can't, that's where Brock Purdy could struggle, and you know, I, you know, I have those guys losing. I have San Francisco losing, um, just because they can't keep up with the Eagles' offense. Well, that's my next question. I want to ask you. Clearly, you're not big on momentum because San Fran's law. Uh, sorry, won 12 in a row, or maybe you are. The Bengals have won 10 in a row. How how are you on momentum at this time of the year? Yeah, it, it's great to have. I just feel like, you know, you got to play football. And something that Shanahan has done is kind of held Brock Purdy's hand uh, with play calling. You know, if you go watch the film, you can see, like, boneheaded decisions that make Cal just, you know, <laughs> just burn them up on the inside. And, you know, going into a hostile environment, Philadelphia for the NFC Championship game, that's something that we've never seen a rookie quarterback do before. And that's why – you know, a, there's a premium on a Tom Brady or, or Aaron Rodgers or a Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes and 
guys who can win in these hostile environments because it's tough. You know, that, that's why they get paid the big bucks, and that's why some people get frustrated with quarterbacks like a Dak Prescott or whoever because when you need them to come through in a big game, it's like they always fall short. So, you know, whenever you do have someone that can and can will you through, it's special. Uh, Jen from the Four Seasons says, so he's got Philly and Cincy in the Super Bowl. That's a fact. And the Bengals to win. Arlen Bruce, the third, watching. He says, Kansas City Chiefs by eight. Chiefs off to the Super Bowl. That's from A.B., who happens to be from Kansas City. Jack in Alberta wants to know, Tori, huge Cowboys fan. These Cowboys fans, like myself, we just can't go away. He wonders if Dak is the guy for the Cowboys moving forward. Um, you've paid him, so he has to be the guy because of the salary. But if I'm Kellen and if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm trying to draft around Dak. You know, I got to put a tight end, um, add another running back because Zeke is getting older. You know, Tony Pollard, I think he broke his leg or broke his ankle. I thought it was a high ankle sprain, but I think, he, you know, there's a break. So you're probably going to need another running back. Um, C.D. Lamb is a good receiver, but I feel like you need to add more weapons around him as well. So get your number one receiver and also get your number three receiver. And that's about it, you know, and make sure you sure up <laughs> the stuff on offensive line. So I feel like in this draft, if they can if they can keep the guys on defense and just surround Dak with, you know, free agencies and, and draft picks. And I feel like Dallas could be OK because they're a solid football team, but there is a there is a cap on how good they can be because Dak is limited as a quarterback. Uh, back to this weekend's games. With your Cincinnati pick, how much does it have to do with the fact Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes, he can't be at 100% with the ankle, and that's so big a part of his game, the mobility. Does that factor into your prediction? Even before then, you know, I, I've always liked Cincinnati. It, it's only taken me one time to to go against Joe Burrow against Kansas City. And he went out there and they won. And um, it made me dive into the film. And I wanted to see what, you know, Coach Taylor and Joe were doing to exploit the offense and defense of Kansas City. And they just have their number. That's all it is. You know, it's, there are certain teams that when you match up against them, they find a way to beat you just because. And, and they match up extremely well against Kansas City. Um, I feel like the, the biggest... Um, weakness of Kansas City right now is their secondary. Both of their corners are extremely young. Um, Cincinnati's offense, when you have <laughs> Jamar Chase, uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Mixon, and Piron with Joe Burrow as quarterback, I mean, these guys are potent. So you're asking, you know, these young men a lot. You're asking them to go out there and stop a top five offense when, you know, they just don't have the capabilities of doing it. And on top of that, uh, Patrick Mahomes is coming off an ankle injury, and I've played through that. I've done it before. I was out for – I was originally supposed to be out for eight weeks. I came back in six. You know, Pat has only been out for five days, four days, so he's not going to be himself. And, you know, if you go back and watch the film of Jacksonville and Kansas City, uh, he made no throws outside the pocket in the second half. And anyone who knows Patrick Mahomes, his magic is when he, he – you know – it's a second reaction throw when he breaks the pocket. And now he has the arm and the wizardry to, to put the ball anywhere he wants to. But now forcing him to be a pocket passer, I just don't feel like he have the patience 
to play that type of game. Ted and Red Deer wants to know where you think Derek Carr ends up. Ooh, that's a good one. I think he's going to be sought out by a lot of teams. Um, I know the Jets could use a quarterback. I know your Miami Dolphins could use a quarterback, especially with uh, the medical con condition of Tua. Um, you know, it, it's there are so many teams out here that's just a quarterback away. Uh, the Ravens seem like they're going to go in a different direction of Lamar Jackson. And, you know, the, they fired the offensive coordinator. Well, he stepped down, so now it could be a new new offense there. So he's he, there are plenty of suitors out there for, for Derek Carr. You talk about my Dolphins. Your boy Tom Brady was visiting schools with his kids here in Miami this week. Did you? You must have heard that. Check it out, uh -oh. schools. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah. If they had their druthers, it would be Tom Edward Brady, uh, quarterback in the Dolphins next year, not backing up Tua. But hey, it's all we're going to hear about for the next several months, especially after these conference championships and the Super Bowl get put to bed. Speaking of to bed. Uh, it's almost probably TJ's nap time, so we'll let you go, Tori. <laughs> Thanks for introducing him to the world, and uh, good luck with the Reese's Senior Bowl, man. Sorry we... Absolutely. Uh, we'll we, there, we'll be, yeah. Yes, sir. We, we leave out uh, tomorrow, and um, I'm excited. And, Rod, I know we've been missing each other, but thank you so much, man. Congratulations on all the success. Uh, my family, we love you. We support you. We can't wait to get around you, and we can throw some more meat on the grill one day. That's right, yes. There well, of course, we love you guys, too. It's family, right? So you have fun down there, and we will get together soon. Thanks, Tori. All right, you guys, take care. Our NFL analyst, Tori Gurley, just the best guy. Hey, he's in the good guy club. So's our next guest, Trevor Harris of the Montreal Alouettes. When we return, it's the RP Show. We are live on Game Plus Television, your favorite podcast platform, of course. YouTube Live and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. You betcha. Football Friday continues on your favorite daytime sports talk show. And in Canada, oh, the only daytime sports talk show, Game Plus TV. We're on in 31 U.S. states, of course, and I got my a lot of American football people tuning in. They can't wait to hear what Trevor Harris has to say of the Montreal Alouettes. Edinburgh product, spokesman for anti-radon gas. How you doing, Trevor? Happy <laughs> New Year, brother. <laughs> hey, good to, good to speak with you again, Rod. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Where are you at, by the way? Are you in Quebec? Are you stateside? What, how, where do you hang your hat in the offseason? I'm in Ohio. I'm central Ohio, about 15 minutes north of Columbus. Uh, wife and kids, we just moved here about a year and a half ago. Wow. Well, that's awesome, man. Uh, hey, we are carried on uh, Buckeye Cable out there in Ohio, and we do have a lot of viewers. So, hey, how you doing, man? When you... Um let me say, a year ago we talked, you know, and you ended up re-signing with Montreal and ended up having quite a, quite a good year. How's your off-season been since? We haven't talked to you since the season wrapped up for you. 
Uh, it's been great. Uh, just back at home and uh, settling into my off-season program, uh, settling into my routine, and I uh, got my daily tasks and all that kind of stuff, and uh, back in full training mode and trying to get this body a little bit younger and younger as the days go on. Well, are you still using that TB12 method? That's what we talked about a year ago, was it not? I mean, you played like you are. Are you still on Tom's method? Yeah, um, and I would say I've kind of curved it to be my own in a way, you know, the way I eat, uh, you know, my sleeping routine, my sleep habits, uh, the water intake, uh, the, the tissue work. Uh, but I'm very, very meticulous. I'm a little bit, you know, weird about it, uh, obviously, you know, but I think that if you want to extend your career and extend your prime um, and get people to ignore that number next to your name where it says age, you have to be willing to do stuff that other people aren't. And, uh, you know, you got to be diligent and, you know, a lot of discipline with it. And that's just something that I'm willing to do and I'm excited about because uh, I, I love the, the fact that people talk about your age as you age. And it's just another thing that you get to prove people wrong and, and work to work to, you know, prove them wrong on. And so I'm excited about the challenge of, you know, having people ignore that number next to my age line for, for quite a few years. Well, you know, you may or may not know, we got a lot of ballers watch this show on both sides of the border, football people, coaches, players, kids, and they love the training talk. So if they're not familiar with the Tom Brady method, and now it's become a bit of the Trevor Harris method, as he's just said, how would you describe that? You would obviously endorse it to other players. Yeah, I would, uh, I would, I would describe it as mostly trying to lengthen and soften muscle tissue, which uh, a lot of people don't know that uh, the, the specifics of how, you know, Brady does it. I've actually been had the honor and privilege of going to train with his trainers uh, a couple times for a couple weeks. And it's truly different the way they kind of manipulate tissue and they get your uh, tissue to be trained like your training itself. There's a connection between the brain and body, body to brain, and you can get that tissue to lengthen and soften. And when you soften that muscle tissue, obviously the muscles aren't brittle and then when you get that, you're not getting the stress on the joints because that's essentially how you lose mobility and quote unquote age is you get that uh, stress on the joint makes the muscles tense and it's kind of, you know, chicken or the egg, which one causes which. But if you can keep those muscles so uh, soft and lengthened, uh, you're going to give yourself the best chance to age. And I think the proof's in the pudding with uh, with old 12 in Tampa. Uh, he's 45, almost 46. And when you watch him play. It's not like he gets up slower or, you know, he does anything crazy. I mean, he looks like Tom Brady still. Yeah, but I tell you what, when you watch the games, and I watch them all, now that you know how he trains intricately, you must just chuckle when the announcers say, how is he at 45 doing these things? Because they all say it. But you know, right? Yeah, I would say I know a little bit. I don't think they divulge or he divulges everything that he does, uh, you know, and I think he's got access to stuff that Giselle had uh, when they were together, you know, with, you know, his teeth getting better and uh, his skin looking younger. And so that definitely equates to it as well or attributes to it as well. But definitely with the tissue side and the keeping himself in his prime, he's definitely got something to figure out. And uh, I think there's a lot of guys that are now kind of curious as to see how they can extend their career and, I've always just been a person that's, I think curiosity is one of the things that's made me great uh, for, you know, in terms of being able to play a longer time than, than the average person. Um, and I just have always been curious and never been scared to say, put my ego aside and say, what is this guy doing? I want to try, you know, some of the stuff that they're doing and see if it fits you. Sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it does. Now, awesome conversation. And by the way, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that you've moved 
just north of Columbus is an original product of Waldo, Ohio. But I want to tell our viewers, we're on the sense we last talked. We're on the radio in the state of Georgia, and I mentioned 31 U.S. states. And um, Trevor, this is a, like a Hall of Fame resume. Two-time Great Cup champion, led the CFL in passing touchdowns 2015, holds three records. Yeah, good time for you to take a drink. <gasps> It's taking me a while here. Uh, 2012 to 15 with the Argos, 2016, 18 Ottawa, 2019, 21 Edmonton. But I see Jacksonville Jaguars way back in 2010. And I won't ask you what was going on with Jacksonville then, but what I will ask you is your thoughts on Nathan Rourke signing with the Jags here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, truly incredible. And I'll tell you what, it couldn't happen to a better kid and a better guy. He's in insanely hard worker and I actually was out in Vancouver training with him uh, last week I went out and it was one of those curiosity things I saw the the quarterback guy he's been working with I've seen him for a few years now uh, on my Instagram reel of videos that you see and I finally just messaged him uh, and just said hey I'd love to you know chat and work through a little bit and so I flew out there and trained with him for a few days and uh, been in constant communication with him I want to see what I can do to add some arm strength some zip on the passes be able to get the ball down feel a little bit more and uh, if you can find that, you know, I think that that adds a distinct advantage. And um, when you watch Nathan Rourke, you know, leave Ohio University as a 58% completion percentage guy and then, you know, come into this league and absolutely set this league on fire, complete 78% and being a Canadian kid. And then he's got 12 NFL workouts. I mean, it couldn't happen to a more awesome guy. And I'll tell you what, I'm really, really rooting for him. And I think a lot of people need to realize, I think in life, there's enough success out there that we can root for everybody else and we can still have our own success as well. And uh, he's just an easy kid to root for in general. Uh, you know, when you get to know him, the kind of guy he is, how hard of a worker he is, how much he loves football. And I mean, shoot, the kid had a surefire opportunity to go play in the NFL, had a Liz Frank injury, has a screw in his foot, and he comes back to finish the season. If that doesn't tell you what he's about and what his character is, I can't help you. Yeah. Cheering for other people's success does not damper yours, and obviously I think that would explain some of your longevity. That's the way you're supposed to look at it. But I got to give me this from a player's perspective because all the scouts and coaches are saying to me, oh, yeah, we knew it, we knew it. Like two starts in this last year, they're like, we knew Nathan Works got NFL all over him. And I said, why didn't you say that at Ohio then? And they said, well, he just had to go up and prove it. What did he have to prove? Do you see that? Why didn't they say that? Why wasn't he drafted as a quarterback? Trev, that's what I'm saying. Can you answer that for me? Everybody had a shot to draft him in the first round. I bet you if you did a redraft from that year, I bet you'd be the first pick in the draft. Um, now, was the potential there? Maybe they saw the potential. I, I don't know. But I can tell you this, that uh, he's worked really hard. When he left college, he wasn't known as an accurate, a strong-arm guy. But he was more known as a guy with a lot of mobility that could run that, you know, had the ability to pass. But now you watch him and NFL teams see him as a passing quarterback that can run. And so what's he done over the last couple of years? And he's fine tuned his, his craft. He's, you know, pounded the stone every single day. And you can tell the, the, the gains are huge, especially at his age when you're working like that. Uh, you can make those big jumps and he's made that big jump. Yeah, well, I just as a guy whose dad worked as a scout, me, 26 years in the NHL, my dad did, I get a kick out of the scouts mm -hmm. that are saying, oh, yeah, I knew all along. Oh, 
Where were you two years ago then? You know, that's all. I just, I get a kick out of that. Trevor, thank you. I appreciate the time. Good luck heading into free agency. I know that you'll make the right decision. Good luck with it, and hopefully we can do it again soon. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Look forward to it, Rock. CFL great all Trevor right. Harris checking in from Ohio. We'll be right back with a viewer takeover and a sports update. It is the RP Show live on Game Plus Television. Again, all through the state of Ohio, Buckeye Cable, Cleveland, Toledo. The people in Toledo get mad when we don't say hey to them. Cincy and Seabus. Also, your favorite podcast platform, YouTube and 99.1 FM WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Hey, everybody. It's a football Friday coming up in hour two. The hits keep coming. Uh, Darren Moose DuPont will be back with us. And Jeff Reinbold, the great Jeff Reinbold from Sky Sports Europe, NFL analyst, CFL great coach to break down this weekend's NFL playoff games, the conference championships. Uh, Jack in Alberta writes that he says, I've never had the honor and privilege to meet Trevor, but I've heard great things talking about Trevor Harris. Man of faith that has proven never stop believing no matter what. Love this young man. JT, who's a Rough Riders fan, writes in. He says, Trevor Harris. Now, there's an intriguing rider prospect with the right playbook and teammates. We were asked by either Trevor or his representative, I can't remember, to not bring up free agency. And I was like, there's a lot of things we can talk about with Trevor Harris that don't involve where he's going to sign in the CFL next year. Leave that to me. And we did. Dean's watching in Green Bay, and he says, Happy. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Football Friday, RP fam. As for the Packers, I wish the Jets are willing to give up two first-round picks for Rodgers. Time to rip up the salary cap band-aid off and get him out of Green Bay. Because hear the heat, feel the heat coming off that one. I'm over it too, bruh. I don't understand, and I may never understand. I'm at a point now where I turn on ESPN. They're talking about the Dallas Cowboys this week and the Green Bay Packers. I don't even get mad anymore. I just turn it off and usually flip it over to the NHL network. They're not even playing. It's going to be a long winter with this Aaron Rodgers drama. He's such a drama queen. Max, watching in El Salvador, says, I'm becoming a Trevor Harris fan as this interview progresses. See, here's the thing. I've never been on the same team as Trevor Harris. Never, you know, worked for the same team that Trevor played for, yet we connected. It's the coolest thing, you know, how people connect in life. It's awesome. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. writes in and says, 
It's sad that there are rude people that come on the RP show sometimes. No, there aren't. He must be talking about viewers and comments and listeners, because we don't have any rude people on the air. Uh, if they were, they wouldn't last here very long. 902-518-3033 uh, is the text line. I haven't opened it yet, but I will. Sports update. The Toronto Maple Leafs look for a seventh consecutive home victory tonight when they welcome the Ottawa Senators at Scotiabank Arena. Hey, Clark, are they calling it the bank? They should. Yeah. They should call it the bank. <laughs> Why do I got to do the thinking for everybody? Scotiabank Arena sends Leafs tonight. Sends coming off a win over the Islanders. Uh, Leafs going to be without Austin Matthews for three weeks. That includes the All-Star game down here next week in Sunrise. And the Panthers in the NHL announcing today that Florida captain Alexander Barkov will take Matthews' place. So I'm not upset about it. Sam Ryder takes a three-shot lead into the third round of the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. Ryder shot a 68 yesterday to give him the lead over Brendan Steele and Tano Goya. We are farmers. Dun, 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 dun. Last minute of play of hour one. What's on at the movies this week with Landmark Cinemas? A Man Called Otto. In theaters now, based on the comical and moving number one New York Times bestseller, a man called Otto tells the story of Otto Anderson, played by Tom Hanks, a grumpy widower who is very set in his ways. <laughs> we know a few of those, don't we? When a lively young family moves in next door, he meets his match in quick-witted and very pregnant Marisol, leading to an unlikely friendship that will turn his world upside down. Oh, I'm going to go to that on Saturday. Book it. Hour two is next. Jeff Reinbold and the Moose after this brief pause on Game Plus at WQEE Radio. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.